0: Welcome to So Farscape, a fun-filled Farscape fan cast by a fervent fan and a fresh-faced first timer. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay, and this is the, the story, story. So, so Farscape. Farscape.
1: The story So Farscape features an American astronaut, a hunky uh, 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 person who he really likes cargo pants. I've noticed.
0: Uh, hunky John Crichton. Crichton, yes. <laughs> One of these days, you're going to get it right. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the submission, uh, Aaron, the beautiful Zahn, the uh, blue skinned alien with all her gorgeous golden flecks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not uh, well, as we've now learned, not as golden as they can be for her species, no, because we've I, seen uh, st- some other I sab- still
0: think that was those were makeup. You know, those was fake gold. I like you know? that too. Yeah. And of course, uh, the uh, always uh, uh, argumentative. Um, and of course, I don't know who you're going to say there. I, like I wanted I know that you're doing a
1: retake at this moment, but I really don't know which person you're going to say next yes.
0: to And of course the always argumentative tentacles and the Oh that uh, one. P- pesky Rigel, I suppose. Oh, that's how we're differentiating them. Yeah. Okay, no, I dig that. So, the an I mean, argumentative I mean, and pesky. Dargo is just like you know being his usual arsy self in this episode, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, last time we watched, um, oh, what was it called? Oh, Rhapsody in Blue, obviously. Yes. And we and we All completely about Zahn and her uh, other members of her species missed the
1: opportunity to sing the Rhapsody in Blue, the the, the fantastic Gershwin yes. thing. But uh, uh, I, I, I guess we can't. We actually, can't I don't really think I actually it.
0: know that, but.
1: Um, I think you know it from Tom and Jerry, oh, where it's featured. No, probably it's then, a, yes. It's like, it's best known for a
0: clarinet solo that goes... See me here doing my okay, little no, circular yes. knot thing, which means that I have no clue. <laughs> yes,
1: the, <ıt> the listeners at home heard you do your circular knot thing. No, that's fine. Um... Uh, yeah, this time we've got the Flax episode 13 of season 1 which came out in Oh, do you have it handy? Oh, um 1999. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. no, that's, that's definitely true. I wonder if I can hmm if I can it just was, off the top uh, of my head first July 16th. In, and, oh, I'm just going to say July yes. 16th 1999. Of
0: oh, just 1990, off the top and, of your thumb in on your iPhone. That's yes. Right. <laughs> And of course, like, airing along the same period in time, as we step back into our Wayfair back machine. Yes. Our own special,
1: like, time-traversing was wormhole it module. It was a David
0: Cronenberg movie. Oh, whoa. Existence. Did you ever see that? I see this uh, like no okay. It's I called, needed a called the I thinking man's matrix.
1: Yes, it's Existence. Existence, Yes. Right. Yes. That's it's got what, a it's yeah. got a Z at the end. That's the name of the uh, the, the 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 virtual reality product right. which in has there. like
0: the the, the, the weird um, bubble organic shaped organic interface. things. But oh. it, it, it's all on different levels. It's like it's it, depending on if you're on level the actual world and in the, in the even deeper world. It's these weird like insect like. Things that he eventually starts like building uh, this yes. bone gun or something. It was a weird ass movie.
1: It was a really weird movie. It introduced some 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 concepts because, like the Matrix, it was about like uh, being being inside a virtual world and being yes. unable to like. Is this real or is this not? Yeah. Oh, existential crisis! And yeah. there was
0: some very like you know the part where he gets the data port shot into his neck. Oh yes, and there's a moment where where he asked, like, "Isn't that unhygienic?
1: Like having a hole that opens into your body?" And the uh, the game designer mm-hmm. woman, she uh, 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 Allegra, that's her name. Yes, it was. Uh, yes, correct. Death to the demon, Allegra. Oh wow, I remember a lot of this. Yes. Uh, Geller, uh, and in response to this question, like, "Isn't it isn't it unhygienic to have a hole into your into your into your body?" She just. Opens her mouth. Yes, goes, uh, and there was
0: like a few like fine. rather sexual scenes where she like lubes up his port and slips her <laughs> finger into it, and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So yeah, that was like a, a freaky ass movie, as I recall correctly. I mean, there are there are films that you can classify as body horror.
1: That's not this one, but it's certainly like body something. It's 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 body uncomfortable a little bit, but also body squirmish, a bit horny. It, well, yeah, very you know, much, very much uh, a bit horny in yeah. its way. And it introduced some some cool concept like being stuck in a game loop where someone just sort of blanks in front of you because uh, apparently the NPC wasn't programmed yes. with a response to what you, you said. You don't to them.
0: have you have to say the right thing in order to uh, get them to keep moving on. And uh, I
1: could really relate to that. I'll be honest with you. Like, I know some people
0: like that. We've all been there, yeah. right? And you're oh. just sitting there waiting for like, come on, ask me about this. Come on, ask me about this. And you're just like, you're just pretty much blanking out whatever else they're saying because they're until <laughs> yeah. you get finally get the trigger that you're looking for and then you can finally launch into the spiel that you've been wanting to uh, go on about for the longest time already you almost sound like you've for several years done an
1: improvised literature podcast with <laughs> with someone who tried their very best to support you but we just couldn't always meet on the on the same level oh
0: well, you get a weird notion like that it's
1: <laughs> well fortunately we're doing a lot better now that we're we're watching this TV show together which uh,
0: is is fresh for you but a, a, an old favorite of mine I guess we have the luxury of just being being critics and like a- appreciating yeah. the uh, material for what it is, and not having to come up with our own. Really,
1: we can be like, <laughs> um, okay, so so uh, a- about a year ago, oh, two years by now. Wow, the four times go fast. Uh, uh, my boyfriend and I went to uh, to Florence. Ah. Uh, beautiful city of wonderful culture, yes, and we walked down a particular alley and uh, as as many places in uh, in Italy were were decorated with sculptures and murals and here was a, a sculpture set in the wall of uh, uh, like it looked sort of scholastic, it looked like a school, yeah. and the sculpture was of like Two, two gentlemen. And innocently, the boyfriend went, uh, uh, oh, I wonder who those are. And without missing a beat, you'd have been proud of me. I lied to, to, <laughs> so bluntly to him. Oh, yes, those are, uh, I mean, this is a, a theatre school. Those are, those are two famous critics. Oh. Uh, do you know, they're, 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 they're dramaturgical, uh, like Roman era critics called uh, Gualdorfi and Stadleri. <laughs> and it took him quite a long Uh-oh. time before he realized that I was talking about Waldorf and Stadler from the Muppets. <laughs> yes.
0: Did you see those, uh, plague, <laughs> those plague wine ports? Was oh, it? yes. I mean, they, they the medieval practice yes, of just a little hole in the wall. Big enough for a glass of wine. So you put some money in there, and then a hand comes out, and you, pa- you get past a glass full of wine. And it's like yeah. basically used in medieval times during plague. And apparently, they've been made, making quite a comeback in the past uh, year. Brilliant. Yes. yes. Like being unable to actually go inside and enjoy a libation, you can just
1: pay a little get, money and get, get a glass one out of on of the wine. street.
0: Yes. So. Um, Episode 113. Yes, The Flax. flax. Yes, in which John's flying lessons with Aaron come to an abrupt end when he is caught in the net left by Zanitian, 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 Zanitian? Zanitian, Zanitian pirates to trap ships. And Dargo must choose between potentially finding his son and rescuing John and Aaron. Directed by one Peter Andrikidis,
1: who uh, I think he's done one other episode, but Justin Monjo, the writer, became mm. uh, 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 became a big part of Farscape. He'd write many, many episodes oh, going okay. forward, and uh, a lot of them are very fun, and a lot of them are very, uh, are very memorable. Looking forward to seeing them. To them.
0: Driving Lessons in Space. Mm, which is the opening shot of uh, one of the. Uh, Moya's little uh, transport shuttles, or whatever they're called, transport pods. Yeah. Pods, so yes. these why, are uh... why, is it all, why, why is it all? pods? Why
1: is what do you it, mean, like... it's not
0: all pods. I mean, it's, it's, some it's, modules, it's the, it's the landing bowler. pods, and the mod- Yeah. Okay. So, but it's also the. It's
1: la- just these. These are yeah. the.
0: These are the transport pods, and they're okay. and they're Moya specific. They kind of look like I don't know, a lightsaber with some engines stuck onto them. But <laughs> <laughs> I think they very much look like Moya, though. Like uh, uh, one of the one of the
1: defining sort of sort of features. Is that shapes are sort of defined by by ribbing. Mm. So you see that on the uh, on the exterior and the interior, where there's mm-hmm. there's these these outward facing panels. I mean, when you look in the interior, you've got the sort of holographic oh the, horns. The in- I guess the in- made the in- of these
0: yeah. petals. The interior very much looks like the interior of Moya, albeit slightly different. But the exterior, nothing at all. I mean, it, like I said, it looks a bit like a lightsaber, and maybe you know it's got got the smooth ends, ribbed front end, and it looks yeah. nothing like Moya. I mean, Moya yeah. looks a bit like a hermit crab. No, sorry, not a hermit. Crab, it's horseshoe crab. Oh, like uh, so? No, no, no. You're right. Or you're a squid, right. You know? It's not a. It's yeah. not a little
1: moya. No. I saw someone on Twitter remarking that. Uh, um Uh, uh, The back end of Moya looks like uh, the back of Dargo's head if
0: he put his tentacles in a tail. I suppose. Yeah, Yeah, right? I was wondering about that. Do they ever move? Uh, Is that like something, or is that a a fixed rigid shape, those back-swept things on Moya? Oh, her her
1: tails. Well, they they separate when uh, when she starbursts. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Uh, Because she creates the sort of energy uh, loop between them. Other than that, I don't don't think so.
0: No, she never goes full (laughs) facehugger. I don't
1: know that she would. Uh, no, but uh, she—I I suppose she—she might leave that to some of her interior features, like the DRDs. I yeah, don't know if they're up know. for it. Yeah. But uh, uh, what, what I meant was, uh, they do look like
0: parts of Moya. Uh, the, the transport parts are clearly not little Moyas. No, probably more towards the mechanical of the biomechanical side of the thing.
1: Right. Right. No, yeah. that's a very good observation because they can't fly on their own. They need pilots and. Yeah two of them? It's a, it seems like a two-seater craft, but he has... Well, John I mean, has
0: control of yeah, the aircraft. Yeah, having a pilot and a co-pilot is always a good idea. But, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, John's getting flying lessons from Aaron, who is less than impressed by his uh, the progress he's making. Hey, 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 I am doing it. Well... Wait, I'm I'm not doing it. You're
1: doing it barely, but just Don't don't show me don't show me portside portside thrusters. I love that he was completely unfazed by her by her sniping. She can just let loose and like be mean to him. Yeah. And he
0: he takes it. He knows that this is how she expresses her right. her level of stress. Apparently, even the slowest submission recruit would like pick this up much faster than he, despite the fact that he's an NASA astronaut. And uh, but I'm still picking it up. He says, "Yeah, like,
1: yeah true. Yeah. The more I modify my module, the more I add-ons, the more I need to understand biomechanoid technology." I, I, I've thought about this. Like some people uh, uh, just act hostile out of uh, uh, out of insecurity or whatever, and. It is possible, it's difficult, but it's possible to have a positive relationship with someone who says hostile things because you understand their uh, their psychology. Now, obviously, this isn't something that everybody should put up, put up with under all circumstances. No, I suppose but he's recognizing that this is what she does when she's grumpy when she's and that there's a difference between uh, the abuse that she gives him when she's really disappointed in him
0: yeah. and just the sort of baseline grumpiness at the universe generic ribbing that she's like kind of well it's not not ribbing it's more good natured it doesn't really yeah, na- it never no, it seems very good natured coming from, uh, from Aaron now you do that one again and I'll kill oh. you Oh sorry. Almost hit that big sun out there. There's nothing out there, John. Exactly, Aaron. That's
1: why we picked this spot. Nothing for me to hit. I I I think it's also kind of a, a show of strength that he's not letting her get to him, and I think she respects him for it.
0: Well <laughs> Okay, well maybe that's a generous interpretation,
1: yeah. you're right.
0: Meanwhile, on um, Moya. Rigel is being as big as an ass as usual. You see what I mean? How there can be a difference between just the, the regular
1: what do you what do you call him? You call him pesky. The regular peskiness yeah. and the like super enhanced virulent pesculence. Yeah. Which where- Pesculence. Wa- Pesculence. Pesculence. <laughs> he's,
0: he is whining about how many servants he used to have and, like, how they never let him get bored, and now he is bored.
1: Bored, bored, bored. Will you
0: stop doing that? And he's, like, <laughs> whacking his little game stick against the board.
1: Uh, trying to tempt Zan into, uh, uh, into a game which...
0: Look, Zahn is pissed. Everybody's touchy. I mean, uh, Dargo, Dargo is, is perfectly normal. Well, okay, yeah, for he's, Dargo, he's always touchy. I suppose. Like he walks on the bridge, yeah. and
1: everything is is weird. Like he is perfectly everything normal. Shrewd,
0: Moya is wet. Um, there's like stuff <laughs> going dripping down the walls yeah. in his chamber, all because of Moya's pregnancy. Right, I suppose so. Yes. Um, oh, even
1: Pilot is weird. Do you know how, do you know oh, how, yes, like, that a, yeah. oh, so sorry.
0: Like, he went full, like, Worcester. There was a Worcester. big blaring, k- klaxon blaring across <laughs> the ship, and, like, yeah, he's, uh, so sorry. Oh, sorry, I must have hit the wrong channel. And it's like, he's very being very, like, passive-aggressively, uh, I mean, we don't really see Pilot at all, other than that one shot in this episode. Yeah, yeah. He's completely like, mm, you know, guess we don't need Pilot. Do you know what it could be?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean he's he has his tendrils running all throughout Moya. He's is yeah. uh, symbiotic with her. She's pregnant. Could he be ha- experiencing her hormonal I imbalances yeah, that as makes well sense. or or mood swings or I mean, maybe he is just really annoyed with everyone on board. It might just be completely reasonable.
0: I mean, everybody else is, like, being difficult enough as it is, so, I mean... And they
1: have all been pretty horrible for a few episodes, haven't they? Yeah,
0: I mean, everybody is kind of, like, nasty in general. It's like, there's no real harmony in the in the team, in the group. No. They're all a bit... I mean, last episode wasn't too bad, but... Uh, no, that was a nice relief. Yeah, uh, this one, yeah, they're, they're back to being full... At least at the beginning, they're back to being full-on... Uh, Snipey at each other, basically. We've
1: had two episodes in a row that started off with John and Aaron in a spacecraft.
0: Yeah. I'd two close.
1: episodes in a row where John and Aaron had some problems with their spacecraft.
0: Right, yes. And, I mean, that's pretty much what this entire episode is about. Uh, John and Aaron in a spacecraft. K-I-S... No, wait, that comes later. <laughs> B-I-T-C-H-I-N-G, I think yeah, was that, the that was, that, that, was uh, that was Dargo and Aaron sitting <laughs> yeah. in a tree. B-I-T-C-H-I-N-G, Yes.
1: Apparently it's not easy flying this craft. I mean, you, no. you say that he's, uh, uh, that, he's a, that he's an astronaut, but like, he doesn't know actual no, space physics. No, it's just like touch physics. thing and
0: then suddenly the thing turns around and that apparently skews gravity, which seems a bit weird. You know, you've got artificial gravity, so if you turn the ship, then you know, doesn't, don't really need that to like, suddenly turn the Dutch angles on on the camera. But, Who knows know,
1: how it works? I mean, they clearly yeah. have
0: enough confidence in it not to have seatbelts. Yeah, as always, which goes kind of wrong for them as they bump into this invisible thing.
1: We hit something. No, we didn't. Hey, look, I was in a head autumn when I was 19. We hit something.
0: Um, and at first, I thought it was like the, we were hitting the wormhole blues or something. It oh wow, had a, had a bit. Well, it had that blue shimmery thing, so that that was my first thought. Yeah! My second thought ah, was like, yeah. oh, is, is it a uh, cloaked ship or something like that, which would have also been uh, the whole bouncing off the uh, right bouncing off the weird shield thing.
1: Yeah, because the the ship plunges into some sort of like f- f- membrane of plasma that's out in space that it's clearly pushing yeah. against and it's and it's pulling back. It looks elastic. It looks uh, uh, it looks electric blue. I thought they
0: bounced off something rather than they got sucked into. Something.
1: I see what you mean. Yeah, it's a much more subtle effect at first. Yeah. It's much more sort of wispy and cloudy. But in that shot
0: of the uh, uh, of the transport
1: pod in space, I mean, uh, it, I'm, I'm zooming in on a, a screenshot here, so I see two things. Um, first of all, that the front bit. say, the front third is quite different in shape than the back two thirds than the back two thirds the, the shuttle uh, the, 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 uh, port, the transport yeah. port yeah. yeah no no absolutely like that's sort of uh, like a bulbous triangle at the back and at the front it's got all of these ribs including around yeah. the front which that's reminded the, me
0: of the lightsaber
1: <laughs> yes no, now I get it yeah. it's an upside down lightsaber yes. yeah now, I sort of compared it, certainly when you look at the inside, it's also got the structural ribs, and it's got those gorgeous, we call them like uh, flower petals, where Pilot has appeared before, mm. uh, the alternative to his clamshells. Oh, right, yes. Which I noticed were not being used in, in, in that way. Like, you've got two of these, like, uh, his master's voice uh, 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 horns, you know, it's oh, like, like yeah, these yeah. old uh, uh, gramophone horns, pointing at each of the Pilot's. But that's not where the holograms are appearing. The The only hologram that we see is projected, like, in the middle between them.
0: Yeah, and it's completely useless. I mean, it's like, I can't make heads nor tails of it. It's just, like, a weird thing that's, like, glowing up there, and it doesn't seem to do anything, really.
1: Like- yes, and actually kind of the same goes with the, uh, the front windows, which you briefly see. They're these sort of teardrop-shaped yeah. gaps with lights over them. We're shining well, lights into your
0: eyes so you can look out into space Yeah, I mean, it's and the ship seems to be fairly badly stricken And this is where the lack of seatbelts really comes back to bite them Yeah uh, Because like there's like gas pouring out of vents, everything And Aaron uh, yeah. seems to be unconscious for a little bit Until Crichton uh, very concernedly wakes her up
1: Damn, don't scare me like that Scare you? What, you think Guy had something to do with that? No, I thought you might... Never mind, you're going to be all right think so because something happened that has never happened before they got shook about they got knocked out of their seats but they didn't fall on top of each other
0: oh no they fell
1: apart from each other so you know something serious is happening
0: they're gonna make up for that later on in the episode (laughs) they're
1: gonna try yeah they're not the only ones facing an unexpected situation because on uh, uh, on Moya they're detecting what what pilot calls a most unusual
0: craft it seems the most curious vessel looks like someone put a snowplow in space and uh <laughs> yes. I mean that's the, the best way I can describe it. No, you're right. It looks really really mechanical. I
1: don't know like a like a like a thresher. You know, like a piece of farm equipment yeah. out in space. Mm, it like looks like a snowplow. Uh a, a,
0: a rusty. Yeah, no, certainly. Yeah. There's a little bit of discussion about what they should do with it, but eventually they allow it uh, to dock with Moya. I don't get why. No, I mean apparently there was like some sort of transmission, and yeah, an unidentified vessel is asking permission to come aboard. And basically, this I don't know Australian drifter, Matt Max guy, <laughs> yes. who shows up on board with this huge facial tattoo and his weird little rib yeah, disc like little on his front on his forehead. On a, on, yeah, on, on, but he also had the same thing on his cheek and later on, on his leg. So I think it's like yeah, some sort of like subdermal, uh, not, not a tattoo, but like some sort of race thing. And we see other people like who have them as well. Like scarification. Kind of, yeah, but you've also got this thing where they put things underneath your skin just to make bumps and ridges. Oh, like so? Yeah, and he's got this massive Australian accent. The name stands. Oh, uh, there's no need for the firepower, friend. I disagree, friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah so this the, is they really fantastic. just pulled him off the streets, as far as I can tell. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, no, that's really unfair to Reese Muldoon, who I checked on IMDb. He has a he has a fantastic pedigree in in Australian television and, and cinema. And I think, oh, he did such a great job as Stans. This character is called, mm-hmm. and Stans. We later find out this is a bit of a spoiler, but I think it's actually relevant. Yeah. Is the female of her species? Oh, okay. I am the female of the species, you know that, don't you? Now reminded reminded of that song from the Austin Powers soundtrack. The female of the species is more deadly than, than the, the male. male. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yes. I actually went on uh, uh, the the Farscape Wikipedia. It's called the Farscape Encyclopedia Project, and yeah. uh, uh, I actually made my first little wiki correction because oh. they'd missed one pronoun there, where where uh, Stans was referred to as him instead of uh, uh, instead of her. Very
0: cunning. So I didn't mean, uh, yeah, I didn't quite catch all of that. I mean, there wasn't there was a comment a little bit later on. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Where he is? Uh, well,
1: I think this is one of those situations where it's necessary like, yeah, to talk about um, uh, Stans correctly. Right, mean, where, uh, I, I know the bit that you're talking about. It's where uh, Stans drops her trousers to show. Yeah, off her, her um, oh, what's it called? The uh, Zeniten murals, Zeniten gang murals.
0: So that's the one. Yes, on, on uh, her ba- leg. Ba- basically showing that she'd been on some sort of prisoner ship or something like that. Uh,
1: I spent nine cycles in a <laughs> Malsonic labor stockade, and then oh, everyone got super. Like yeah. Rigel asked, "Where are your? Where are your? And won't finish his sentence. Where are your? Um, your? Uh, your? My. Uh, for an anthropoid biped, there seems to be something missing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Why am I an in by species? <laughs> and
1: <laughs> why does he just say, like this? Is the thing that I that I found so yeah. confusing. And and even Zan is euphemistic. Um, for an anthropoid species to seem to lack certain
0: right. And then
1: St- Zan was even wearing her underwear.
0: Yeah. And, and it didn't look like particularly tight underwear, so. But there was a comment there as well about that, like, they don't ex- uh, exactly fit the standard mold species. We're not exactly uh, cut from the standard mold. Yeah, yeah. was we- like, okay, so there is a standard. I mean, I guess that's like humanoid, but. That's, uh... Well, I, I do recall that when, uh, when Jelena,
1: the uh, PK tech girl, had her proximity alert with John, she, yeah. uh, she noticed that, oh, I see that human and uh, Sebastian males are t- constructed more or less the same, same because yes. he had a little space
0: boner. Oh, there we go, yes. It seems human and Sebastian men are much the same.
1: Yeah, I am not notice any difference in the women either. Uh, which Stans does, does not have He did, uh, sh- pardon me, she did later uh, uh, Refer to her Zenitan and she paused Brothers My Zenitan
0: brothers did nothing to help me Yes Which I'm not entirely sure what to make of it I didn't catch that at the time I kind of uh, thought it was like more like no, Brothers course. in arms kind of thing, you know Yeah. Because like she was part of the uh, the, the Zenitan pirates Who uh, apparently put this whole flux thing In place, as we learn Yeah, flax thing, sorry, not Uh, uh, flax. The flax, yeah. Yeah.
1: And at first I thought that maybe, like, the Zenitan pirates was, like, the name of the band of pirates, not the species. No, it's the species, yeah. Yeah, exactly. She does later talk about that. Yeah, this is one of those those, those situations where we really
0: do have to go to the end to talk about the beginning. So this seems to be, like, some sort of big capture net, which they use to catch ships and then, like... uh, basically kill everybody on board and like strip the ships and uh sell them for profit and melt them down in the end
1: a lot of techno babble in this episode because she talks about the flax being like this this magnetetic
0: it's a magnet drift mesh 75 million zachrons long something which is really huge the flax magna absorbs the light before it can get to us it's a bummer like that those, all the other things she mentioned—that she is a garbologist.
1: I never robbed anybody. Well, I used to rob anybody, but now I'm an honest garbologist. Ask anyone; I can give you a list of names. for a couple of names? <laughs> Which it was I like I thought that. <laughs> yes. yeah. really insisting that <laughs> yeah. she doesn't deal in garbage. She's a she's a garbologist. garbologist she's a, yeah, she's
0: a, she's a she's a trash connoisseur. Oh, the garbage. Maybe she's like
1: maybe she's a little bit
0: coyote in the bag. Oh,
1: with that hairstyle? Absolutely. Yeah. Also notice the crop top? Yeah. Yep. That's uh, that's always a fantastic look. And like so many accessories. You've got the chain necklace with like a... Yeah, uh, like a, a, a sprocket on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've, got the, you've got the cool tattoos on the on, on the face. They've got loads of those, yeah. Uh, big old pirate earring. Fantastic hair. Um, Dargo does not trust her one not bit. Not even
0: slightly. Rigel, however, sees an opportunity to uh, tempt her into the game that he's like been like banging his stick against the board for.
1: Look, whatever you're doing there, it can't be important. You're just scared I'll win. Tadek,
0: I think it was. Is it? Oh,
1: I'm probably going to correct myself on that later on once I look it up. But let's go. With and there,
0: uh, yeah, he's like, and he like nobody does smug like Rigel does. Like <laughs> <laughs> Stan's comes close though. I know. Like, but- oh, your board's looking pretty good there. <laughs> Do you play? Oh, I dabble. Yeah, uh, maybe I can. Te- you could teach me a few things. Well, you can you tell could. them like they're they're, they're both like <laughs> hustlers trying to hustle. It's
1: it, it's so good. I sort of expected like tango music in the background and and like David Attenborough. To, ah, the two adversaries have, are sizing one another up across the battlefield of love.
0: Yes, uh, Dargo doesn't trust her at all and uh, basically looks her up in the records that Moya apparently still has on the prisoners. Yes, the peacekeeper. Oh, I've got it written down here. The the PK Skmods. Okay, is that what it's called? No, that's
1: not what it's called. It's a, it's a, it's a Blues Brothers reference. And, oh. then you, and then you say, what's a Skmods? What's a SCMOTS? State County Municipal Offender Database System. Skmods. What?
0: Okay, it seems... Like it's okay, been way listen, too long since I've seen that movie.
1: We are very good friends. You're going to be getting a lot of Blues Brother references over the course of this okay. of this series, so, like... Oh. Fair enough. I mean, like, it's been
0: years and years since I've seen that movie, so... Maybe we'll like, do a
1: Blues Brothers rewatch, like, oh. probably off mic, I think. That would be safer. That's probably
0: a good idea, yes. He,
1: he looks up uh, Stans, who has uh, quite a record... Uh, uh, and eventually, like later, confronts Stans with this, and I, I absolutely love Stans. I love, I love her so, so much. Because she responds, "I've got a criminal record in lots of planets." Yes like <laughs> what
0: a fantastic line <laughs> there's there's actually a discussion between Zahn and uh, Dargo about uh, if oh, very good, whether yeah. or not they've been uh, reading each other's criminal records and uh, Zahn basically says like well, have you have you looked up your own records do you believe what they say like they make up so much bullshit and then uh, yeah. Dargo goes like no have you and it's like does she know <laughs> what I've been what I've done there's like yeah it's clearly a little bit of uh, tension there
1: Oh, do you think that Dargo actually read hers? Because there, there is something to that when he, uh, when he says, you know, not everyone imprisoned by the peacekeepers was innocent.
0: Knowing Dargo, it might have been him trying to open up. You never know with him. Oh, yeah, he uh, is weird
1: like that sometimes. He is,
0: and then suddenly, I mean, he's lo- he's weird like that a lot in this episode. But you know, we know uh, Zan's crime because she told she yeah, told she, John she, that
1: she, she was an anarchist, and yeah, well, well killed, and killed, she murdered yeah, yeah the, the the religious uh, leader, yeah. yeah. Uh, But does Dargo know that? Has Crichton told Dargo? Because he seems to know everybody's secrets. Mm. But is he the kind of person who shares them with Mm. others? I don't think so. I
0: don't think. We probably wouldn't bring them up unless uh, it came up, you know. Uh, he does need
1: to bring something up, and because he's doing repairs on the uh, the disco tiles in uh, uh, the
0: transport pod, uh, uh, and I know, like he's pulling up floorboards. Yeah, I noticed that like floor pullers are like the same across the universe. It's like, I love that you've got those like, suction cup things that, yep. you, that you use to pull up floor tiles. They're like apparently they're universal, and it and it sort of looks like the handle sort
1: of looks like a like an old timey iron or a a, a cast iron kettle.
0: No, oh, no, it's just like a suction cup, you know? You'd like does so, No, but
1: then the handle on it and then the whole thing sort of uh, with the okay. the,
0: the bronze there. I, <laughs> right no, uh, I was doing no. my uh, okay. I was
1: doing my pilot impersonation. Uh, so okay. sorry. He's uh, really he's really jeeves and woostering at this this episode.
0: So sorry. Yeah, it looks a bit like him, but it doesn't have any room to like put any coals in or anything, so it's not that much <laughs> of an old time um, uh, Oh wait, they actually had you can actually put coals in? Yeah. Well, actually, what they used to do is you, ba- you basically heat up a piece of iron. Yeah, exactly. And then you put that in the iron. Oh. Uh, and then, then you, would like, iron your clothes with that. Oh, that's clever. So that's, yeah, no, it's like there's a, there's a beautiful video on YouTube of a guy who does a restoration on one of those old-fashioned things.
1: Oh, um, that's
0: wonderful. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, the game is going
1: well. We have no way of knowing exactly no, how. No, there's to- just
0: little... Plastic squares are being moved across color-changing.
1: Interesting move, very unconventional. Care to raise the stakes? Board more places. disco tiles. Yes, and, you, and apparently you have to like touch one of those plasma balls with one hand and then use your little your little Y-shaped wand to yes. uh, to
0: tease them across Puss, the board. P- push them across, and then like occasionally, as we see later, then like holograms light up. For
1: what, like It was like Fizbin, the game that, that Kirk invents, or, or or like, go Johnny,
0: go, 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 go. Yes. From, from again, League of Gentlemen, deep cut. Although this game does seem to have, like, fixed rules. I mean, as far as we are concerned, it might as well be made up, but it, I don't get that impression from the characters in the, seri- in the in uh, movie. Yeah, that they is. seem to know what they're doing, but it's sort of like number wang. As far as we're concerned, yes, but maybe we're just like slow humans who don't understand it and can't learn it. Do you understand any
1: of those words? Yeah, I watched all kinds of Star Trek. It's just the order that ran uh, we do have a a, a who is um, who is very impressed by a particular move that Stans make. That's yes. very unconventional. He's never seen it before. While he's puffing on his little Hynerian
0: hookah. Oh well, little. I mean, it's taller than he is. <laughs> yeah, and he seems to be enjoying it a lot. He does. He's like he does seem to be very pleasantly buzzed. Uh, unlike uh, Arasenitin, who's like forcibly picked up by uh, Dargo uh, and shaken for some details about what what it is, finally get, gets him to open up about what's going on with this flax thing. They've noticed that their friends are missing; like they have, they've lost yes. contact with the pod. And he's like now questioning uh, Stans. Oh, stands. Thank yep. you uh, to uh, reveal more about the flax.
1: And I. Uh... Like Stan seems reluctant, but she's really just kind of weird in her in in her like priorities and speech. Like uh, as we see more of her in the in the episode, she's actually not
0: reluctant. She's just dumb sometimes. Yeah, there's a lot of that. (laughs) Uh,
1: Which kind of goes for everyone. Makes you
0: wonder how they got she she got away from the other ones. Why would they want to keep her? Fair point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah Aaron and Crichton are still trying to fix the shuttle power goes out Uh,
1: well uh, John is he's the one who's trying
0: to read the uh, uh, the
1: the sort of diagrams yeah Uh,
0: Aaron bitches a little bit more about things being tech work that that being tech work and like so what do you do if your ship crashes just die I guess well no that's literally what she says like well we we are taught to like acquire another one it's like what steal one Um, yes (laughs) that's that's what I said (laughs) yeah but in the same breath
1: like she mocks him for being so slow at reading these uh, uh, these diagrams and then also like completely dismisses the fact that she can't read them at all
0: yeah because it's not that's not her work
1: that's tech work still tech work yeah the confrontation between uh, between Stans
0: and Dargo continues. Uh, he uh throws, him, he, throws him into one of the cells, lets him out her. again oh, oh sorry, yes, yep. throws her into one of the cells, lets her out again immediately. Yeah, let's look at <laughs> ten second incarceration. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: before she shows him another scar, which convinces him that uh, 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 that she escaped under violent circumstances. Yes,
0: and that she knows the location of a Luxon ship. So what species are you? Luxon. Luxin never heard of it. Doesn't mean you don't exist. Those boots are Luxon a Luxon would never lose his boots unless he were dead.
1: I didn't kill him. He
0: was already dead. His ship got caught in the flax. You tried to loot a dead Luxon ship. Of course I did. That's what I do. I loot ships. I see a ship. I try and loot it. Well, that ship, my friend, was a Luxon deep space voyager. Now, throughout the this,
1: I noticed uh how... Different. Everyone. Everyone looks like the. The lighting on Moya has been has been changing episode very, to episode. It's very
0: flat in this one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah,
1: It doesn't have that sort of ochre warmth that we're no. that
0: we're used to. Even in the opening establishing shot of Moya, she was almost purple. Yes, and even out, some of the outside shots where she was also a little bit palish. But then again, like she's pregnant, they might like that might change her color, or oh. they might just. Oh,
1: that's very good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or they might just be under a different sun. You know, that's also an option. Yep. Um, so they, they fix the ship, they try to bust out of the flax, they fail, there is immediate fire on board, Erin uh, decides that she's going to chop her foot off because it's stuck under a beam. <laughs> I uh, like that.
1: Cry, no, cry they, were to- just, they were just sort of bitching at each other, like, give me that axe, what are you going to use for? What are you going to do with it? I'm going to hack my foot up. Oh, no, well, let me then. Oh, just give it to me. Oh,
0: let me then. Like, <laughs> <they> no, <know>. no. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that he'd be more concerned about dousing the fire which is burning on the other side of the bridge, but no, like a little bit of snippery is the uh, obvious the way to go here.
1: And he'd better hurry because their only chance of rescue now is Dargo and Stans who have boarded, uh, I have a note here. Like, stands a spacecraft, which... You, oh, by the way, did you notice how it docked on the underside of Yes. Like, we know she's got a little kissy d- d- docking pucker on the side. Yes. From, but apparently this one gave her a docking snog from below. Yeah, Intimate.
0: And she, they didn't go into the docking bay with the... Uh uh, the docking web oh the it's w- docking web. everything yeah oh, the docking well, dildo, as i think I call right that yes and uh, no, nor into the cargo bay which the uh the, the peacekeeper sh- uh, ship uh decided to land in so yep. there's like lots of options to get on board and okay, apparently we have another one
1: uh yep so uh, uh, it off detaches this this crude looking craft i love the way it it looks like snowplow is actually a really, really good way to describe yeah. it. Certainly, one of the um, like I've seen them in Moscow when I uh, when I visited there. They seem to have these machines that are able to uh, uh, through through gigantically snow-covered streets just just plow through yeah. and convert snow into thick black smoke for some reason. <laughs> uh, speaking of thick smoke, uh, Dargo is now on on board Stanza's ship, which the interior is.
0: Wow, there's so it, much junk. It is one entire like junk shop. I mean, it it's even fantastic. has an open it has an open furnace. Yes. Which apparently occasionally <laughs> needs to be filled with fuel. I don't know what the what what those little doll things are that she she throws into that Powered fire. By, but
1: yes, yeah, she she's talks about how she's a, as a garbologist, she only takes like the absolute cream of the crop, and she's got these like these these highly collectible defective dolls that can do this and that. I've
0: got 9 million on Nixie play packs. They particleize. They levitate everything. One day I'm going to sell these babies and make a killing.
1: They burn good too. Uh, but
0: I love, I love, I love this 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 ship. There's so many... There are like bellows that need to be pumped. Like, there yeah. are like bicycle... Uh, 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 pedals that need to be wheeled. This is this thing is more oh, complicated to fly than the TARDIS. Dis- yes,
1: I have it written down that it's like Stan's bought a TARDIS off AliExpress. Yes, <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs> yes, that's pretty much exactly how this thing looks.
1: It's a, it's a gigantic boppet. It. It's one of those terrible toys like bop it, twist it, yank it.
0: Yes, uh, kill, your, kill your family. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, oh, it was the what? Al- it was the AliExpress version, wasn't it? <laughs> Hail the party. Oh, no, wait, that's... <laughs>
1: Oh, but, you know, I've been to, uh, oh, what is it, laser quest arenas that, that looked like this Yes,
0: and it's s- like very industrial, rugged look um... Lots of steam, lots of lights Oh yeah, and apparently you have to bang things
1: <laughs> try this? No, I think I'll pass Hang on, if I don't get to this, she's gonna blow What? Kill baby! Why don't you just get it fixed? <laughs> I then fix it, that's why it works when I whack it a few times Help me! Oh what? Hang on!
0: <laughs> like, yes. yeah, now take this big stick and bang it against this grate over here, and that's going to help us go.
1: Works better when I whack it a few times. Exactly, oh, I and just keep whacking and whack, whack,
0: whack it harder. And,
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. I mean, things are not going much better on the transport pod, let's be fair. No, they've,
0: they've managed to get an emergency beacon out. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I, I saw that happen, and I thought, like, oh, did they just lose one of their engine pods? But no, it turns <laughs> out it was just an emergency <laughs> yeah. beacon that they was uh, that they were firing off. Uh, it looked like
1: the, the, yeah, the beginning of uh, uh, Serenity, the Firefly film, where... Uh, A chunk of the ship just comes off. But no, apparently that was their that was their plan. Hey, for an episode with so much uh, uh techno babble and so much like mechanical based peril, there was a lot of moments where I just didn't really know what they were trying to do. Like no.
0: in their first attempt to escape, like there's uh, They were like, yeah, doing more power. No, not enough power. Still, three hundred rands, five hundred
1: yeah. rats Do I kick it? What are we doing?
0: Yeah, I mean like eighty percent, three hundred rats, and like hundred percent, and now we're at five hundred rats And I was just like, What? I gotta say,
1: I was into it though. Like this, I'm I'm a Star Trek nerd, obviously, and this this sort of scratched an itch that I've had for a while. Hey, they can do techno babble like stuck in a shuttle pod uh, 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 episodes as well.
0: The Xanatan and uh, Dargo make off just in time before that the other Xanatans arrive yeah yeah they uh,
1: uh, oh yeah they see the, the Zenitan craft Zunitan, that's the one uh, right? yeah, coming toward them and they dodge them in the blackness and emptiness of space yep. and then the ship just misses them somehow
0: uh, you can yep. do that in the vacuum no, you just stick on the Moya's other side I mean she 's got a big pregnant belly so you can just like use that for
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> she looks great I know. not even you wouldn't even notice she just has a glow about her that's how you know: true all of Moya
0: is glowing. Uh, so uh, two more guys come on board, and they have got really bad teeth. Seems to be as an eaten trait. Right, yeah. Bad teeth. They're, they're greeted by Zahn in her in the most cautious cour- way at all. Oh, uh, she
1: does the sort of self anointing gesture over with The whole
0: head wave it. again, and. Uh, Basically, tell them, "Oh, look, you're well. We, can I can I get you anything?" And they go, "Like, no, we take anything we want, uh, and you have nothing and, that we want." And you are lucky that your uh, Leviathan is pregnant, because I know what a bitch of a job it is to try and ca- uh, take a pregnant Leviathan. So I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, Which is we like, lost like eighty <laughs> pirates. <laughs> yeah to a to a pregnant uh, Leviathan. Again, so, pirates, not
1: men. True, because uh, I mean, Stan says that she's the the female of the species. Yeah. I think these are females too. They look like Stands, just bald. You think so? Uh, okay, maybe. Well, I mean, like Stans is played by a a human male actor, True.
0: But so if yeah, that's the, the female yeah. of the species, it's possible. It's like it's completely left in the in the dark. Well, uh, hold
1: on. We're yeah. we going to talk about them. Like, do okay. we call them guys? Do we call them girls? What oh, do we what do we ooh, think is appropriate? Um, I yeah, don't know. I know. See, it, okay. This was one of the things I I was not sure going into this episode whether it would be okay by by modern standards because uh, obviously it's 2020 now uh, uh, we have we have much higher standards for inclusivity that we hold our science fiction yeah. to them than back then. And I did remember, and I wasn't completely wrong, that uh, uh, that standards of gender was played for a little bit for a gag, a little oh. bit of
0: gay panic at the end. I actually completely missed it. I didn't catch any of that. It's not until you mentioned it. I mean, I, 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 caught, I caught the part of the like the, the lacking equipment, but any of that, I it just it went completely over my head. All right,
1: we'll yeah. get there. But much more pressing are these pirates. Uh, uh, which I think is the gender-neutral term that I right. yes, use. Yes, let's go with pirates, who have, have like apparently have I a reputation. By the way, that goes for everyone. Like it should be, it should be men, women, and if you don't know, then it's pirates. pirates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of them, yes, uh, who apparently have a reputation for
1: cruelty. As Zan greets them quite uh, quite coolly, courteously, but still with her with her sort of a uh, 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 bad temper, um, because she has been in touch with Dargo and and Stans. Yes. Um and knows that her job is to keep these pirates distracted. Delay them. Yep, just yeah. delay
0: them, see what we can do. Um So
1: when they pass by uh, Rigel's board and oh my god, he's been st- hitting the hook up. He is
0: stoned out of <laughs> his tree. <laughs> right.
1: I immediately thought of, um, you know, Steve Martin had a riff in in 1970 something, and it was about I like the drugs that make you small <laughs> <laughs> instead of high. Yeah, I got real small. I'm looking at Rigel. He goes, yeah, oh. yeah, he's very small. Uh, <laughs> and then a cop pulls him over and says, "Sir, are you small?" And I go, "No, no, I'm tall. I'm tall." But he measured me and he put me in. The- they got to put you in a special cell when you're small, because otherwise you just walk right through the bars. <laughs>
0: So yes, the pirate notices that uh, Rigel has a big pile of crystals and uh, wonders how he got acquired those. <laughs> oh, and he says, yes. "I won them." Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: because before that, like he was, he was so sad to Zan that uh, he, even he broke up, his, she broke up the game. Yes, I would have won all this fair and square, even if he hadn't left it behind.
0: Actually, he uh, did she, say he. Yeah. No, he did say. Yeah, he. yeah, 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 they, yeah. They talk about uh, they talk about him. They don't know. Ah, uh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And he immediately starts to go back into his card sharp, uh, card shark, yeah, card shark game. Uh, oh, you
1: know, I don't know, I think card sharps, do either. Yeah, yeah, yeah I well, think you're to it. Basically,
0: his hust- hustling, and he immediately starts hustling the pirates into another game. Yeah, you can see Zan a little uneasy about it, but
1: they- she knows that they've got a yeah, distraction. So this is going to distract. W- might them. as
0: well uh, go ahead and do it. Meanwhile, on the shuttle, they finally get the falling on top of each other moment after they yes. Uh,
1: finally they get everything working again and, the, and the, the, the synthetic gravity is working the way it should and it smacks them together. together. yes. Uh, when uh, uh, when they, they realize that they're, I mean, okay, they, they don't have a lot of options anymore. They're not going to get free. They've already sent their message. What do we do? Do we just wait for help? And after a second of looking at each other, they immediately each find another job to do that takes yes. them away from each other. Oh, I'll
0: check out the environmental. It's like, oh, the, the the sexual tension is killing me. Oh it's no! Like, oh no! Will they? Won't they? Oh,
1: just do it! No, no but
0: not really. They like uh, to tease us on Far Escape. Oh, the ship with Dargo on it get, also gets stuck in the flax, but they managed to break hey, free. Yeah? It
1: needs a name. You were the you were the senior oh. namer of this of this podcast. Chloe with
0: Stans- No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nope, I'm with you. No, that would be like, I mean, that's like, sorry, I was looking at some earlier, uh, like, apparently the tr- Scotland has a quite a uh, tradition in naming snowplows uh, and uh, oh. Uh, salters. Oh, uh, so yes, please. So you've got the itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, yellow anti-slip machine-y one. <laughs> gritty anti-slip machine? Yeah, itty-bitty, <laughs> teeny-weeny, gritty, gritty anti-slip machine uh, What else, what else, what else? Uh, there was uh, another one called uh, Thor Patrol? Or something like that. Thor Patrol. No, uh, no, uh, uh, you know,
1: but like Paw Patrol, yeah, but yeah, then it Thor. Yeah, it was
0: something. Yeah, exactly like that. Uh, 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 and there was a few more. There was like a few takes on other on names. Uh, Sleety Mercury or something like that. No, what was it? Sleddy Mercury. Yes, I think something along those lines. <laughs> uh, actually, let me look. I can find them for you. Um, yes,
1: please. Yes, please. I wonder how many of these I got right. Because one of those is going to be the name of Stan's ship.
0: Uh, uh, sorry, Thor Enforcement was the one. Thaw Enforcement, yes. that's the name of this ship. It's the Thaw <laughs> the Enforcement. Thaw enforcement, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see, I'm shoveling. Uh, Spready Mercury, that's the one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So Gritzalot, uh, sp- Sprinkles, <laughs> that was
1: another wow. one. <laughs> we should have just done a podcast about the, 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 the names of...
0: D- of of d- the, uh, the, the, the gritty, Salting grit machine The street gritters In Scotland Yes uh, David Plowy, Uh <laughs>
1: Okay We've got a K We're never going to finish This podcast no, Unless okay. we get back True on track True grit <laughs> uh, Okay 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 So uh, It is Freezy it is Reiner. F- okay. <laughs> okay Come on it is, it is very fortunate that the
0: Thor Enforcement is is
1: equipped with all of these abilities because yeah. they too get stuck in the flax.
0: Yes. Uh, and it, and apparently it, it requires a few handfuls of the green dolls being thrown into the furnace. More <laughs> bellowing, more banging, uh, and they manage to <laughs> break whack through it. the force veil. Yeah, yeah
1: Stan's, Stan's teachers uh, teaches Dargo how her ship likes to be whacked off. Oof.
0: I need you to whack this really hard on my signal. Whack it really hard. Ready? Whack it! Come on, baby. Come on! You can do it. Just for dead. we Come on!
1: Yes! We've done it! We're clear of the flags! We're clear! Did I say it? Hey, stop uh, whacking it! We're clear! We've made it! Oh, go with me, brother! We're clear. It doesn't get
0: better than this, baby. He, he whacks it with great Christ fervor. Yes. <laughs> I'm still very proud He's a of good Alan. whacker.
1: But uh, uh, the rescue may not come in time for John and Aaron oh, who yes. will realize that they're in trouble. There's a problem with the uh, uh, with the atmospherics. Yes. Uh, the atmospheric mix, in particular, the yeah. atmospheric mix line needs to be welded, but there's too much, much
0: oxygen. So if they light the torch then everything is going to go up in flames. Uh, so it's going it's all going to go all Apollo One on them. And oh dear, that's really Ooh. what we don't want.
1: Way to bring us all down, Kay. That's, well, that was, a, I mean, that that's, was a fantastic. That's, that's
0: the whole point that was implied by that whole scene. I mean, they didn't specifically mention Apollo One, but yes, uh, spaceship full of oxygen, light torch. That right, would, yeah, lighter fire. That's well, pretty much what would happen.
1: Now then, actually, I'm kind of disappointed that it's uh, that it wasn't John who realised the solution, but Aaron. Oh, we should just vent light. all the air yep.
0: out. And uh, fix it in our spacesuits. Unfortunately, one of the visors of the spacesuits got broken, and it's like, uh, and it's no, it,
1: I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's the abyss.
0: The abyss. The the abyss. The underwater film. Like there's uh. a, there's a moment
1: where one of the submersibles is is sinking, and the and the and the two will they won't they uh, are heroes are sinking, and they've only got oh, one working yes. sea suit. A sea suit isn't the thing; a diving suit. Diving suit, yes. And uh, uh, Aaron is instructing John on uh, how to use what they call a kill shot. Yeah. And a, 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 a revival a, shot, or whatever they call it. Yeah, neuro- nerve something n- neurological
0: revival. Yeah. And she's totally cool about it. She's yeah. It's
1: calibrated for
0: yeah. uh, for sebations. Kill me with it, and like do the repairs, and then uh, bring me back, and it should work fine.
1: Unfortunately, there's
0: no way to test it before we depressurize.
1: John hands her the helmet uh, uh, that's, that's smashed and says, you notice anything about this?
0: Yeah, it's irreparably broken. It's also his. And her. apparently her helmet doesn't fit him. It seemed fine to me, yeah. honestly. Like it seemed like it was plenty. But big. it's exi- more exciting this way. So, like uh, he teaches her CPR. There's a little bit of awkwardness behind that, and like I liked that. Like she said,
1: it sounds incredibly complicated, and he said it's less complicated than flying a yeah, transport pod. So. Boom!
0: That's how you do it. I am was surprised that she said, "Like no, this is medic work. I don't do medic work." <laughs> you know, it's
1: well, like he's meeting her where she's at, and I think she. Well, I like to think that she's respecting him, but...
0: Well, let's go with that. Uh, so they basically do the thing. They flush the uh, air out of the pod, which is weird, because like, apparently flushing the air out looks just like someone is uh, using steam cannons to fire into the room. And uh... Yeah, well, okay, they didn't actually like depressurize the no. Fox Studios in Sydney. No, just to, true, but still. Uh, just suffocate. At the, the, the worst, they could have like, reversed it or something. That would, well, that would have looked wrong as well. So. They
1: would have looked super weird if it had been, been yeah, reversed. Although I can't, I guess...
0: they, can't they act in reverse? You know?
1: Well, Crichton didn't need to. Like he, he died at the time. <laughs> he yeah. got the he got the kill shot and said, right. like, "Oh, it doesn't even hurt." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was because he's just sitting there going, "Like oh, this is fine," and then suddenly keels over and dies. Yeah, uh, then like. Only then does Aaron start putting her spacesuit on, you know, because, like, they're on a uh, 180 micron timer or whatever they call it. Yes, yes. yes. I've got notes about that. He says that uh, uh, humans, like, without oxygen,
1: his brain can survive for three or four minutes, yeah. which
0: seems long. That's about right. Before, But the, the, right, right around that time, you start getting brain damage, uh, serious brain three damage.
1: Three or four minutes? Oh, yeah. I guess if the whole
0: body's shut down. Yeah.
1: Exactly you're not like I guess no nobody, yeah okay because yeah. I, I I want to know like 45 seconds but that's probably no, that's the when you do, still that's beating.
0: when you use co- loose consciousness that doesn't mean you get oh, brain damage. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, their, their whole banter here is fantastic. It's just, okay, just pick a number and I'll, and I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but the number that he says is four minutes or 180 microts. Yes. So it's 45
0: microts to a minute. It's not exactly like three or four, which is actually what I noticed later on after like Aaron does the fixing. Uh, like, there's a, t- there's a countdown timer.
1: You now have 60 microts, 59, 58, 57.
0: And right yes. when it hits zero, then she stops everything and starts going back. Like, like it's not an exact science, you know? No, but that's, that's what she said. You give me a number, and I'll do
1: that, because that's yeah. how she wants to approach things. Fair these, enough. These yeah, tasks. that makes sense. And, and he's nervous about that. And she, and she says, like, the words that we'd all love to hear. I
0: won't let you down, John. Yes.
1: I would want those exact words. I want them to call me John. I find that really reassuring. If no, it was. Uh, if is, it was me. I mean,
0: at this point, she does show some genuine concern for him. Yeah. She gets knocked out. Uh, b- yes, by the he, by the by the air rushing back in, and there's a bit of a uh, moment there where they're just like both of them unconscious, I suppose. Yeah, because like
1: after the countdown, she immediately just stop her work, smacked the button to repressurize yeah. the room, and then she gets knocked out. Like she she stopped her work so she could immediately rescue him, and then she gets knocked out. An incredibly tense moment to go to credits a-
0: and go uh, yeah, well, to, uh, commercials. Well, go go to the next scene where there's the game between uh, the pirate and um, Rigel. Which is not going very well for Rigel and Roger. Roger likes all, to think that there's a little bit of moment where, where, where he does a certain move and the pirate goes, like, Where did you learn that move? Uh, I made it up myself. Did you?
1: I just came up
0: with it. it. Uh, which was, of course, the move that uh, face made. What was, the Stance. What was her name again? Stance, yes. The game doesn't go well. Uh, he has to ante up. He doesn't have any more money. And he offers to sell them the location of Stance. Yeah. I mean
1: with a gun to his head but he well, doesn't the, gun put comes, up the much only of his the only
0: gun comes to his head when he loses and uh, Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah that's when the gun comes out it's like he makes a move and goes, like haha i win and then the pirate makes a move and goes like no i yes, win yes uh, yes that's yeah. right gu- Zan's consternation yeah. yes and then the gun comes out and he has to like tell then he has to like okay where are they it's like well i don't know but like you can follow yeah. the communicator trail that uh, from our shipmate That who's you can on board. find in yeah. the
1: data stores in the da-
0: yeah in, in moya's data stores did you see the gun by the way it was weird. It was like, yeah. Uh, it's an
1: underslung. Yeah. It's really cool. It's got lots of chrome. Like, the, the the prop maker must have been so disappointed that it was only in
0: view for a few seconds. Or yeah, maybe I mean, they reused the, a... F- to be honest, it looks like another prop which is just be- being upside held down. upside yes, down. Yes, yeah. that's
1: what I thought. Erin uh, 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 wakes up and she performs some really bad CPR. CPR,
0: yeah. She's going way too slow. At least she does the breathing more or less. Right. She doesn't tilt his head back, but she does pinch his nose shut. So, you know... So you're halfway there, so at least none
1: of the air escapes that she's exhaling into his stomach. Yeah. Uh, so he's got a nice full tummy of her breath.
0: Also, apparently CPR beats uh, sebation uh, neurotoxins, so... Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what what is it supposed to... Oh, because, of course, there was the the revival vial, which now was broken or oh, empty or yes, whatever it is. Yes, that's why she had to resort to CPR. Hey, and- but
1: we're being sort of mean about it. It was actually quite a, quite a tense scene. Oh, I didn't think so.
0: No. It was it was like a little bit... Uh, there was too much plot armour going on there between them. You know, it's like... Oh, you know they're going to be fine, of course. And I know yeah. it's manufactured drama, but, like, the performances.
1: Yeah. The performance certainly oh, the, on, yeah, on the, Claudia Black's
0: part, oh, right, really yes. sold me. Oh, absolutely. They were very well done. Uh, but, yeah, it, it didn't really... I didn't I did really feel like that they were actually in danger. Well, they, you know they're not, because you know they're, survived, they're the stars exactly. of the show. Exactly, and
1: but, also you know how to do actual first aid correctly. Was, yes. they
0: teach you, like expect to hear Ribs breaking when you're doing this, you know. That's how you're how hard you're supposed to do it. Like I imagine Claudia Black was told not to do that. Well, there's of course that, yes. <laughs> but there's still the
1: tempo. There's still the like it right. should be staying alive for yes.
0: uh, 500 miles. Yeah, one either is fine. I like 500 miles myself because the chorus is just the right amount number of beats. It's 30 beats. So after that, you do the breathing. But oh, you still do the breathing? I thought they didn't teach that anymore. Uh, that's the American way. Here in Europe, they still t-
1: say yes. All right. Quick disclaimer: we are in no <laughs> way qualified to give. Medical advice to <laughs> anyone, no. but like, listen to what the machine tells you to do. Exactly, yeah. dial the appropriate alarm number and uh, yeah. uh, listen to them. In- go, bet-
0: go between the nipples, push down about five centimeters.
1: <laughs> that, no, that's a that's a really good one. Yeah, and tilt their head back and pinch their nose for the breathe. No, I just
0: said we can't <laughs> give medical. <laughs> Anything is better than nothing. They are already dead at that point. The only thing is your. Prolong-
1: we just, just stop. <laughs> stop trying to. We've just. There's so okay. many disclaimers that we have to do. Oh Did dear. you notice, like the 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 voice that came up doing the doing the countdown? Yeah. Uh, started at 60 microns, despite the fact that apparently, like 45 yeah. is the is the is the unit. It, it sounded like a like a
0: flight attendant. A little bit, yeah. It's like this kind of bored voice going like. 50.
1: Fifty-seven. Fifty-six.
0: Fifty-five. Fifty-four. <laughs> <laughs> 53 So a ship comes into view when the uh, what was it what did we call it the uh um uh uh, the Thor Patrol uh, yes, yes. Um, oh yeah because we missed this
1: entire little subplot the reason that uh, uh, the Dargo is out there with uh, uh, with Stans is to find a Luxon craft that was also yes. stuck in the flax
0: well that ship my friend was a Luxon deep space voyager who apparently has about. this map thread or whatever they call it map fibers, map fibers that's, that's, that's what it. they want yeah. we may have on board some map fibers that I desperately need can you take me there I don't know, it was uh, earmarked for destruction. They might have already melted it down.
1: And I linked it to something earlier uh, when they went on the Zelbinian in PK Tech Girl. They were looking for data
0: spools. There's information on her data spools that could lead us home. That sounds a bit like an old-fashioned, like a tape uh, a spool, you know, with uh, with. Uh, <gasps> right, but if you think it, of yeah. like
1: spools and fibers, yeah. like maybe they store their information on on one-dimensional uh, substrates. Right,
0: yeah. and wrap those in. I mean, they, they, they'd coils. Be, before we got cassette tape, they had like cassette wire. Which was basically oh wow yeah, yeah. yeah it works yeah, it's no problem um, so yeah uh, they, apparently they find a Luxon salt piercer or, or a salt piercer I'm not quite sure what, what it was no like, you said salt piercer it was like a Luxon we're gonna sal- stay Luxon, with the we're gonna go with the Luxon salt shaker then <laughs>
1: it oh it's a beautiful ship it's 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 red it's got this weird symmetry to it it's got these huge prongs it looks sticking a bit like out. a like
0: a three dimensional biohazard sign floating around in space oh that's a good one yeah.
1: Uh, and and Dargo marvels at it because he dreamt of serving one as a boy. Yes. Serving on one. Yeah.
0: This seemed like a bit of a weird scene where they're just like, kind of like going back and forth. Are we going to go there or are we not going to go there? Like, despite the fact that they went there and now they're not, maybe not going to go there. And Well,
1: they got a little clue about where uh, John and Aaron might be. They got a. A, a whiff of atmosphere oh. from when uh, from air invented all the all the. Oh, Atmo. okay, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah. Stans's
0: sensors detected that. Oh, okay, that's, that must be one of the bits that I wasn't quite uh, didn't quite hear what they were saying.
1: But so her idea yeah. is like either they're fine or they're already out of atmosphere and there's no rescuing them anyway. So yeah. we might as well check out the yeah. Lux and Krafts. Stans is really insistent about hey
0: yeah she's Dargo, like go you... getting him on, getting him on to go on and she like she wants to him to like go find this thing so that uh, he can go home. Apparently, we hope. We think.
1: Yep. Back to his family. Back to his son. Son
0: which comes up, which comes up again and again and again. Yes.
1: And Dargo, and this is this is Dargo to the core, or at least like the better side of Dargo. Mm-hmm. realises he does want to see his son, but he wants to be able to look him in the eye yes. and not abandon an ally. Yes. In a, in a time of need.
0: Oh, yeah, because he, he did he did officially become allies with uh, uh, Crichton, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so they get an official alliance. But not with Aaron. Hey, by the way, so yeah? they started off in the... Uh, she was giving
1: John uh, driving lessons because he yeah? might be useful to her at some point. Yeah.
0: What about Dargo? Why wasn't Dargo in there? With Maybe Dargo can already fly.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's stolen her ride often enough.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so he, okay. currently he knows what he's doing, and, like, uh, it's Crichton who needs to be brought up to spec. Turns out that Rigel
1: also knows what he's doing, because we, uh, when, when Zan confronts him about... You gave the pirates the, uh, coordinates. the coordinates. I gave
0: them some coordinates.
1: <laughs> I had pilot change them as soon as the... Uh, they came, the came the came moment they board. came on board, yes. You lost your Crackage on purpose. You think it was easy? He's an abominable player. A switched-off DRD would have made a better showing shame for itself. Laughing is what the game's all about. He's an abominable player. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Rigel being in super smug mode again. <laughs> Rigel, oh, so fantastic. Meanwhile, Aaron and Crichton are facing their last moments before they die and start ripping each other's clothes off.
1: Yeah, they're really going at it I like just the-
0: like, what? I mean, wouldn't you? I don't know. They've never really... I mean, they okay, like the. Well, you the, mean the, they've the,
1: never really? were... They've, they've been eye frelling each other since day one.
0: Have they though?
1: <laughs> okay, they've been okay. like they've
0: been okay. The, cinematographically, uh, they've been put, been put in situations in, in sexual tension situations, but I never yeah, okay, actually yeah. felt that there was any genuine sexual tension between them. Other than like this is a '90s show, and therefore, and therefore uh, the, yeah, and they're arguing all the time, yeah, and not in a. Friendly banter kind of way, but in a you
1: know, you know what, yeah, yeah, it was played very cool up to uh, it has been now. played very, very cool yeah. in, in, in general because like any interest they may have in, in each other is just completely overshadowed by the situation that yes. they're in and all
0: that it totally. implies. But, yeah, they start ripping each other's spacesuits off, kissing heavily, and just at that moment, Dargo barges in because he's made the right decision and he's come back to uh, rescue them from this fate of asphyxiation, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and Uh, and there's this, oh, there's this Looney Tunes music of awkwardness, like this is... I felt kind of let the episode episode down because it was yeah. so like nineties and conventional, like, oh, we were we were caught almost having sex.
0: Yes. And like Dargo and wouldn't know that. They still were had had most of their uniforms on. There's no way you could smell it. That's another thing I actually was thinking about. They were sitting there like uh being really super cold in this ship. And I'm just like, I mean, you, your helmet may not work anymore, but the rest of the controls in your spacesuit presumably still work when you yeah. turn the heating on. Yeah. yeah. It's, Why wouldn't they be better isolated?
1: Yeah. Also, she's sebaceous. Why is cold a problem? Yeah,
0: apparently that's not a th- also a thing. And but yeah, he kind of pulls her against it, uh, him, and uh, that starts off the whole little kissy makeout thing.
1: I mean, they are in a high oxygen environment, and they have been through a lot just now. Their emotions are, their hormones are all over the place. Mm, true. True. But Dargo being all, all super awkward about it and the
0: pop 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 was
1: music was a, was a, was a bit... A bit it, it gets worse. It continues because uh, uh, they, all, they all board Stanz's craft where Stans makes moon eyes to, to Dargo and thought that we could go oh, off together because yeah, I'm lonely. Yeah, that was weird.
0: Everybody needs a mate, Cardago. Even you. A mate? And he actually seems tempted to, uh, by this. Is okay. that what you read in his face? Uh, yes. Yes. All right, all I mean, right. No, he was, hit me, hit me. It, it seemed like he was like, "Oh, will I? Like, will I? Will I not?" I mean, he seemed like to, like seriously. Uh, we may need to
1: watch this episode again because yeah. that's not what I got out of it as well, all. What did you get pity? Well, when Stans then mentioned, yeah. "Do you know I'm the, the female?" Sorry, I've got to do the Australian thing. Right. now, I'm the female of my species. In fact, uh, false modesty aside, I'm uh, I'm considered quite the in beauty. Right. Right, and then and then Dargo goes. I don't uh, like. I left the gas on, and I've got a. a, The fridge is still running. He was trying to like back away, and like John was smug about it. Well, I'll I'll leave you, lovebirds, to it. When do you like my American accent? There. Uh, Well, no. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Trust
0: a friend, to be honest. Oh man!
1: Well, maybe we need to we need yeah, to watch this again okay, because I, I,
0: I got an entirely different right, so uh, vibe was it, from that scene. How, how did it vibe for you? I mean, it was like a bit weird that she started to going all uh, uh, lovey-dovey on I him love all of a sudden. Yeah, I that love was you. Like, I, <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I love you, um, William. Uh, love you. I love you. From Dargo, I almost got the impression that he was kind of like touched by it. Aww. Yeah, like he could like get himself another little squeeze or something, but like Aww. maybe go back to the back to the ship and find the threads and like uh, the spool or whatever it was. The
1: well, it would have been melted down by now. It was in in, in next, next in line, line for yeah. for melting. But hey, yeah, who knows how long that, uh, but that, that would, takes? She actually
0: mentions the fact that there might be another Luxon ship uh, somewhere in flax the in the flax. Yeah, you know
1: what? I, w- I would much prefer that reading because this this felt like a little bit of uh, comedic gay
0: panic, right? And I didn't get any of that. It didn't feel like that to me at all, but yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm very excited to watch it again then with uh, uh, with right. your new insights. That, you know, in, in another 23 years, that'll be so far, the next generation. Oh, Set dear. your calendars. Yeah. This is an absolute definite guarantee. Certainly going to happen in 2040.
0: Well, we'll work yeah, out the maths. Al- something along then, twenty or something, 40. <clears throat> another beautiful shot of Moya. She's back in Ochre. She is not quite as not not quite as much as uh, as she used to be, but uh, she's
1: got this lovely like golden bronze and sheen.
0: Yes, uh, sort of like the
1: gas cloud or galaxy. I don't know that she's uh, uh, that she's sailing past. Mm. Oh, Moya, she's like I, I'm. I'm crazy for Zan, but Moya is the real beauty of the show.
0: Ah, there you go. Back on Moya's control, uh, we have Eren and uh, Crichton uh, having a little moment where they go like, "Oh, this was just like a." one-off thing like it's never oh, yeah. gonna happen again no, no definitely no, never like, never, it was, never again it Was just the oxygen like Nothing it w- would have happened
1: if it was you and dargo oh right. it was you, you and zan. zan yes again sticking with a super heteronormativity very much so yeah. it's not like she said oh would
0: have happened with you and dargo too no i, I mean, mean I... okay yeah they're allies not friends remember <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well that's still more than he and than he and aaron are and he and aaron got it on in the in, the, in the heat of the true, moment
0: true true, true. And uh, yeah, so like, they they do the like, oh, I'm, I'm not into this, and are you? And like the the whole, every, both of them are denying it. Uh, but it's, towards the other, and it's like, John. He's got the
1: he's got the guts to come up and go. You are the female of your species, aren't you? Like,
0: yes. I think that is he? Yes. Walks
1: off. Make sure that she's checking out his butt. She
0: gives him a bit of an offended look, but she when he, when she is checking out his butt, like she does, like get this saucy little grin almost.
1: And he looks at yeah. He made sure that yeah, I saw you. So, I saw you checking me out.
0: So I noticed they dropped off the the, the, the kind of like down energy uh, endings of episodes. Like yeah, the last few episodes this was they've been yeah, they've been a little bit more uh, up-tempo, not up-tempo, up tempo. Not up tempo. Up beat. Up uh, beat. Yes, that's what this I was one's positively for. quirky. Yeah, it is.
1: Do we, have any, do we have any closing thoughts? I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a quick note review. I missed a lot of notes that I'd, uh, uh, that I, that I, that I'd written here. One of them was the observation when um, the Zanitian pirates came aboard, uh, which is definitely the gender-neutral term that we're going to be using yeah. for everyone from now
0: on. Zenitian pirates? Oh, just pirates, yeah? Oh,
1: um, it was a very short walk from the hangar bay to the command. It was yeah. like they, they went through three sets and they continued the conversation through there. Oh, it's, yes it's 20 feet away
0: yeah i'm just going to call that a little bit of uh, director's liberty uh, <laughs> yeah i mean it suggests that the uh, the peacekeeper commandos who who
1: boarded moya in the took the long episode, way around yeah. yeah took them a while yeah
0: it was hot it was and they so, had to do all that uh, 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 rolling and they had to like get their kit off so you know oh yeah uh, i noticed a few other things um,
1: uh, uh, while they were repairing the uh, the transport pod. Yeah. Um, John talked about that the calorics are completely depleted. Yes. I like that. So yes. Calorics. So it's like, right? really
0: we are, we're running on some sort of biological
1: energy, yeah? Um, and Aaron says that's impossible. I just fed I just fed the batteries
0: before we left. Yeah. Fed the batteries. batteries. Yeah, I mean, yes, you feed power into batteries, but you know, it's like I
1: love these, these yeah, details. Yeah. It
0: is a very cute way of talking about uh, biomechanoid ships, I suppose. I can I can totally see why. I, I mean, I don't know how how it
1: worked, but this was Justin Monjo's uh, first script, first of many on uh, on Farscape. And mm-hmm. yeah, of course, we wanted more of this. It was so good.
0: It was a very interesting episode. It was very very different, like very very limited in set wise. No weird big planets or anything. Uh, you had the AliExpress TARDIS, true. Uh, uh, the that was like, Patrol, yeah. <laughs> 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 who was uh, definitely—it uh, was definitely an interesting ship, both inside and out. Uh, yeah, like you can sort of look where they put their pennies every every
1: episode. Like sometimes it's a it's a it's a vast new uh, set and uh, uh, and makeup, yeah. like on uh, uh, the last episode, Rhapsody in Blue, yeah, uh,
0: or Namtar. Well, to be honest, this just kind of looked like they took just like you know the prop room and like put a furnace in it and okay was- but you're you're uh,
1: <laughs> like set production production design and television production is much harder like the camera kept moving throughout all this so they had to put the treads down and they had to organize it yeah that, that of course was, yeah. Uh, uh, that uh, the, the choreography of the whacking
0: whack this really hard on my signal whack it
1: really hard all right all right willie or woody willie or woody she gives me a woody she gives you the willies. Oh, what do you what
0: What do you have? I thought that like the the, the kissing moment for me was a bit of a willy. Oh, like, willy! Yeah, I didn't between, really, between I mean, Aaron and I, John? yeah, I didn't dig that. It was just like um, okay, here we go again. Now apparently we have sexual tension resolved or whatever. It, it felt contrived.
1: I, I can get that. It felt sort of perfunctory. Nineties
0: yeah. heteronormativity. Yes.
1: Um, yeah, I'll give that. I'll give the sort of that 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 whole sort of vibe throughout the episode. I'll give that my vi- Willy as well, but in a more general sense, mm-hmm. uh, like my initial reading of uh, 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 Dargo's discomfort with John and Aaron, Dargo's discomfort with uh, with Stans. Stans honestly pathetic final lines after being such a standout character. Yes, and and the, and the sort of implied gay pan, Like uh, we haven't talked about this before. I have described Farscape as the queerest science fiction show with very little queer representation right uh in terms of like gay lesbian uh uh, trans like gender non-conforming or non-binary characters uh uh, even like the the uh, the 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 representation of various ethnicities is 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 sort of limited other unless you count australian as an exotic other well they kind of are but
0: yeah they're very sexy and as for Woody's, I would say Rigel definitely got my Woody. Yeah. Like, I loved him this episode. He, yeah. was so, he was his smug self, but in the best way possible. Like, he's being, he, he was he, he being was an arse, so but, and, but always with a purpose, rather than just being a weird, <laughs> yeah. weird little sidekick, basically. So, yeah, he came, into his, he came into his own in this episode, I would say.
1: I think that I wouldn't have said Rigel, but you're completely right. I'm saying Rigel, too. <laughs> Rigel gets the Woody. He is the short king of this, of this episode. <laughs> the dominar. <laughs> the, dom- <laughs> the Dominar effect. Because yeah, it's so glorious to see him like the, all of his properties are are in view here. He's
0: absolutely awful and he's really amazing. Yeah. And he's yeah, quite clever apparently. And he, can, he he knows how to play the part. Like he knows how to take people's perception of him and like use that against him. Yeah. Uh Uh, He never moved from his seat, so that must have been very
1: comfortable for the puppeteers not to have to move this $60 million puppet or however expensive (laughs) it it was. But, uh, yeah, Rigel, I think I've talked about it before, is really what sets Farscape apart. No other show would have a character like Rigel as part of the crew.
0: No, he's just like, yeah, he's an arse. He's, like, annoying. Uh, They barely tolerate him, and yet he's still... Yeah, an, an amazing character. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's sort of like, hey, in that regard, like uh, Jane on Firefly. A little bit, yeah. Also unsympathetic, but necessary for the yeah. uh,
0: for the show. Uh, Jane pulls through when he needs to, so, partially because he's terrified of River, but you know. <laughs> also, I can kill you with my brain. Yes, and that's the story so far, Yeah. <laughs> We'll see you next week with episode one fourteen. Jeremiah Crichton, <gasps> seemingly abandoned after crash landing on a planet, Crichton starts a peaceful life alongside inhabitants once ruled by the Hynerians. He unintentionally becomes involved in a power struggle, which puts his life in danger.
1: We are going to have some stuff to talk about. Jeremiah Crichton is a bit of a legendary episode. Okay, looking is forward. It's going to to be
0: like, <laughs> is it going to be like enemy mind or something like that?
1: <laughs> My lips are sealed. Uh, so you can find us at SoFarscape on Twitter and Facebook and on SoFarscape.com. The podcast is, of course, wherever you get your podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. SoFarscape, so, so good. So good.